0: This is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world.
1: Music Stories with Tony Lloyd.
0: Jenny Bellstar, welcome to Music Stories. Thank you so much for talking to me. How are you?
1: I am very well. You just got me you got me out of my bed early this morning, so oh, yeah. I am well. I
0: am sorry I'm, s- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But there you go. What a, what a way to start the day, being interviewed uh, for a podcast. Uh, Jenny, um, everybody knows who you are, but uh, in case they don't, you're a singer, songwriter, and a poet, and you're, probab- yes. you're probably um, most famous for Sign of the Times. As I lie here, thinking of you. And Ico, Ico, yeah, which were, mm-hmm. both were huge hits, weren't they? Uh, Ico, Ico, yeah. especially in America, was huge. Yeah, incredible. That, 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 that was a, that,
1: that was something in itself,
0: you know. It was used in the film Rain Man as well. I seem to remember.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was um, one of Tom Cruise's favorites. But he he, he liked our version. And so he'd ask for our version. I think what happened was they must have thought Barry Levinson. Um, he must have thought that we were an obscure band. I think it was that it, it around that mob there were looking for a, another version of Ico, and they found ours. And um, uh, the next thing you know, it was on the you know it was, like it was being used on their adverts to advertise the film, and they put it on. They hadn't really really asked you know asked anybody anybody's permission. And then I, I was at, it was around about the time I was living in Miami and they um, and then they found me. They found me. And they said, I mean, there's a really good story to this. Do you want me to tell you the story?
0: Please. Did they give you a big check? Huh? Did, did they give
1: it? Give- <laughs> yeah, well, hardly. Well, yeah. Well, the- <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> uh, you- How long you got for that story, babe? Okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna try and be really, really concise. Go oh, on. Well. Okay, so I I I'd met a friend in Miami. I was doing kind of like shows and stuff um, with the backing tracks of the Bellstar songs and other songs that I was doing. Next thing you know, um, we added ICO into it, and so loads of the people in the Miami area knew that we did ICO and everything else. Anyway, one day, a friend of mine, Rusty Egan from um, Visage, he was in town and he said, Jenny, what are you doing here? And I was like, uh, living. And he said, uh, well, everyone's looking for you. So I said, well, why is that? then?" He said, because you've got a hit. I said, hit where? And he said, oh, I a hit. And I was like, no one told me. <laughs> and then he said, um, c- can I take your number? And when I get back, um, I'm going to give this number to somebody good good as And he gave the number to someone and said, I've just found Jenny Belstar. She's living in Miami. So I get a phone call from this some manager guy and said, um, look, you know, you've got a hit, uh, you know, and then he passes my number on to somebody else. <laughs> well, who's he passed my number on to? Hollywood. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> so, Paramount Pictures, I wouldn't mind because that's, I think, who did it. Yeah. Anyway, so next thing you know, I get a phone call. Now, by by this time, I'm sleeping on my friend's sofa. I haven't got a dollar to rub together, <laughs> and um, and I get this phone call, and 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 it's it's Hollywood, and this guy goes, "Hey, Jenny, um, hey, Jenny Mathias or whatever it was, um, from Bell Stars, lead singer." I thought, "Yes, I am." They said, "Um, we'd like to fly you out to Miami." I said. Can you hold the line one moment, please, right? Now, I knew right next door was an attorney because they like to do the attorney stuff when you're doing business out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I- and I know that too. So um, so I wasn't going to cut any deals with anybody until I got to this guy. Anyway, so the next thing you know, I, I knock on the door and this guy opens the door. I hardly know him. I know he's an attorney and he's got this little towel wrapped around his private parts, right? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I need you. And he said, um, yes, Jenny, what, what, what's going on? I said, I need an attorney right now. I gave him a two-second interview. He said, Right, I'm on it. So he comes out in his towel, <laughs> gets on the phone, right? Gets on the phone to this guy. Next thing you know, I'm flying out to Hollywood. I get to Hollywood. Uh, I'm not I hope- I hope I'm not boring you by the way. No. I carry get to on. Hollywood. I get to Hollywood. And then and then the next thing you know, I'm at the end of this desk. I mean, the place was huge. And the desk must look like it looked like to me like it was about a mile long and there was little Jenny at one end and all these executives at the other end and they and they're just like staring and there's uh, and they what do you want and I was like what do you mean what do I want you know so then I started using some savvy some English savvy and I said um well actually I know what I want but Tell me what you want first. I didn't have a bloody clue, of course, mm-hmm. right? Tell me what you want first, and then the, and then so then what what follows on by with that was the next thing you know they're telling me about what how they saw the the thing the video this that and the other. I said yeah, let's go with that idea. And so the next thing you know, I'm 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 auditioning Janet Jackson's dancers. <laughs> right? I kid you not. And then you know, and then what follows on with that heavy rotation and MTV, and then what follows on with that is a hit record.
0: Amazing, amazing, amazing! Did you ever meet Tom Cruise or Dustin Hoffman?
1: No, I didn't. No, but I tell you what, I did meet, which is more important than them two. Yeah, was the that was the guy that the, the, the real Rayman, the uh, one that the, the story was based on. Yeah, to me that to me that was just what a fantastic man, mm. and he, his name is Babette. And I met his family. And he, the, what that what that guy didn't know, because you know he's highly autistic, right? What that guy didn't know about numbers was no one's business. He mm. knew when, when I was born, what year I was born, what records we had out, how many records we had out, what dates they came out. I just said, wow, this guy knows more about me and the band than I do.
0: Incredible. Fact. Fact amazing yeah. what a great story mm. tell me mm. um how it all started for you because i know a little bit about your your history and it, mm. it wasn't it didn't seem like a particularly happy one you were brought up in um various orphanages and children's homes and so mm. on it was it was tough for you wasn't it when you were young
1: it was a very violent upbringing um, but guess what? I'm still here to tell the tale. Yeah. And I've written a book as a result of that. I can't, I can't find it right now. It's mm. called Surviving the Storm yep. um, by Jenny Mathias. And basically, um, I wrote that book. You'll never believe this. I wrote it, I wrote it in the gym, right. on the treadmill. <laughs> I always walk around with a journal. I tell everybody, walk around with a journal because you never know what you're going to get, guys <laughs> and girls. So, so I, I had my journal with me and I just put it on the front there. And every time I had an idea, I I'd just pop off and put my two legs on the other side. Have the have the machine rolling around. It'd give me thirty <laughs> seconds to write the ideas down in my head before the machines before the machine stops. I was going to say. I wrote the book.
0: I was going to say if you if you were still on the treadmill, then you wouldn't have been able to read your writing at the end of it. No, no,
1: no, 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 <laughs> no. You have this option. There's two um, things. That, you know, levers at the side mm. and ledges at the side where you could just, like, you know, hop Step off. off yeah. And even though the machine is still going, you've got 30 seconds before <laughs> it stops. So, you know, it's like playing a game. Come on, like, the treadmill is really boring, you know, so w- mm. what better... Fun than to have to like just like create the you know create ideas down yeah. and then those ideas then turned into a book and the book was called Surviving the Storm. Okay. It's not an autobiography, although it does mention about my life prior to it um, in some in first part of the pages, but the rest of it is like self help. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's showing people that have gone through a similar circumstance how they too can get out of that vibe and get and get their lives back on track
0: oh. through music or
1: through through, through, mental, um, through mental ability and recognising that what's ever happened to them, no matter how hard or how um, violent that it can be tw- turned around to be used as a tool not only to educate yourself, to educate others as well and 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 when you see it in that way you you then recognize that what you have here is um gold Mm. you're sitting on gold because we are in the century of information and any form of information that can raise a first person's vibration is absolutely it is pure gold Mm. and if you have an experience in life that you know that you've you 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 you've come out of that experience and you're able to shine again. Um, um, you realize that you're not going to put that under the carpet. You're actually going to use it as a tool um for 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 a better life, not only for you but for others. And when you work um on doing something not just for yourself but for others, you've got something really cool going on there. You have to remember that the person with experience is a person that's far better. Um, able to um, teach than the person that is that is only academic
0: yeah that's very very true yeah uh, good advice too how do you think um your your violent history if that's the right description uh has affected your life now and your music especially because your music i mean i Iko i all up tempo sort of happy songs aren't they
1: well, first of all, Ico wasn't written by me. so that, But I did actually bring it into the band because yeah. um, that's another story I'll tell you in a minute because you did actually ask me that. that we digressed. With, <laughs> we did. And you asked me about because that was, that, was that was the beginning. Mm. But, um, you know, you know I, I was very naive in those days. Girls had been in a band before with um, the Body Snatchers. I wasn't in that band. In fact, I'd never been in a band before. And so, all the, so I was just learning. I was there. I was a student and then um but they love me as a front person and and they also like the way i dress you know oh, she's kind of trendy you know we'll uh, we we'll, we'll have jen jen she's kind of trendy anyway um to cut a long story short you grow and then you then when you're in a situation like that your other artists want to work with you and then so what you would then do is you you know i i, I love writing and I like love poetry, so usually my poetry, my writing is usually about what I observe. But then once in a while, I just might put in a kind of, you know, I might just put in like a love song, or I might just put in something silly that I've seen my neighbour doing or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I might write about animals, or you know, or or, go, or going into nature or something like that. Yeah. But you know, I do I do a slightly political, but you wouldn't know it to listen to it. But it, it's in there hmm. it's always in there
0: and um what uh, apparently you uh, have helped people with um, drugs awareness and stuff like that so obviously you, yeah you, you probably well, encountered you all that didn't you when you were younger and everything
1: well you know you know my mother took drugs and um you know everybody around that took drugs at the time and it was you know it was going to be something that I did in the future but I didn't obviously if you you know If you, you know, if you see it beforehand, you wouldn't do it. If you see what the destruction of it all, you wouldn't do it. I I actually did see the destruction of my mother and everybody else around her. And um, what happens is, you know, you go through that life and then when you get into a situation where, you know, you join a band and by accident, I might add, you join a band and then you're surrounded by those kind of people. Mm-hmm. So for me, it wasn't it wasn't unusual because all everybody around was taking drugs. That's the way of the rock and roll business. If yeah. you go down that road, yeah. and because I, my my mind was already in that place, having known it all, all my life as a child, it didn't it wasn't anything new to me. But what was new to me is the fact that um, I did eventually get addicted, and so and I'd imagine the reason why I got addicted to um, d- um, drugs was because I had a form of escapism. Mm. but I didn't know that at the time. It's only when you come out and you really you know, and if you do if you if you're lucky enough to stay alive, um, then you realize that you know possibly one of the reasons why I did this was in order to be able to escape the um the, the past. Mm. And so recognizing that, i um I used it. I, I apply every experience of my life as a tool to educate others, and um, I now see it as a um, a blessing. I see it as a mm-hmm. blessing because straight after that, I say a few months later, uh, my sister-in-law called me up and she said to me, "Jenny, have you seen the drug czar's information on on you know on this uh, the school curriculum?" And I said to my sister, well, now, why why would I have seen that? I'm I'm not in that environment. And she said, well, I am, and I want to send you something because guess what? They're asking for people that have been through it, come out of the other side um and can teach their children in schools because the children are really interested in people that have actually had the experience mm. and not being they're not interested in the police telling them or um or certain organizations telling them that are just coming from the academic level. they want to hear from the real people. yeah, and I thought, right here we go and so what i did what i thought right i'm going to put this down as a project this is great i've got the creative mind i'll be blessed with that so i then uh, and so then i i wrote a project a two hour project, much in the same way as i'd write a song you know intro verse chorus middle eight that stuff and and then i also wanted to, i thought it was really important to make it interactive because it you know the interactive stuff would mean you know that they can really get involved, and they can really, you know, and, and we had everybody interacting. Well, the schools loved us, and I got paid for it as well. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, good. so it was a win-win. But for me, you know, I, I've seen the aftermath of that because I've seen, I've met some of the children. And some of the children, because because after that, then we we escalated onto doing drama, and then we escalated onto doing poetry, where people could actually speak their truth. And a lot of the people were speaking about their parents and drug taking. I have to tell you. Really? So we did a we, we did a we did a drug awareness theatre, and we invited all the community, you know, the community down. It was grand, fantastic. You know, mm. that's
0: really, that's
1: really good, and, and 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 that 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 that. I could never have done that if I had not had the experience mm. that I, I did with the drug taking. And so so in that one moment, Tony, that it, for me, it justified my taking it. I know why I took it now. I took, I took them now and everything else and got down that road. But it, it was just something that I don't regret. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it because I've helped a lot of people as a result have, of the young. You have uh, indeed, which is,
0: which is lovely of you, isn't it? I mean, um, what would you say to somebody listening to this who's uh, tempted to go down that avenue? Uh, maybe they li- they feel that their lives uh, aren't worth much. Um, they've got low este- self-esteem. Um, they're they're desperate um, and they're tempted to to hide all that history as as you did uh, by taking drugs. What would you say to them?
1: I say, find somebody that will raise your vibration. Find somebody that's been through it before. Read books of people that have come in, that have, have gone down that road and come out the other side. We, and usually you'll find in those books, those people who have, have come very close to suicide themselves. You know, read read up on, and if you can't read, because an awful lot of people can't these days, mm. um, get audio books. Mm-hmm. Sink it into the psyche. Look for motivational stuff on YouTube. It's all over the place. Yeah. You know, um there's a guy called Andrew Tate. I love him, he's and he's—he's—I he's think he's an ex kick, kickboxer. You know, there's there's so many motivational people out there, and anybody—you know—if that is your thing, I mean, anybody thinking of going into drugs is—is—is is, 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 first of all they're very expensive. <laughs> they're very expensive. Can you afford it? But forget the finance. Even if you could afford it. Can you can your temple afford it? You know, yeah. this is our temple. We've got your health is your wealth. And if you take drugs, um, you're guaranteed to lose your health. You're guaranteed to lose it. Yeah. And, and, and that that was that in itself is a downward spiral. So my my in short, my message to anybody that's thinking of even doing that, um, stop hanging out with the people, go hang out with the better people, hang out with the people that will raise your vibration and 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 you will find yourself in a different world. Fantastic. And, by the way, Fantastic. and by the way, everybody has something to offer somebody. I don't care whether you've got no legs, no arms and whatever. I've seen people with no legs, no arms going out and doing conferences. There's a lovely man, I can't remember his name, but he is absolutely wonderful. He's got a wonderful wife, wonderful children. He's got no arms and legs, this guy. And he is, you know, look for people like that, because if people like that can do it, then there's no reason why
0: anybody else can't. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, that's that's fantastic advice. And of course, just to remind um, the listener uh, that surviving the storm is the book to read. And um, of course, I'll put a, a link to everything on the on the in the text that goes with this uh, podcast episode as well. So back yeah. to back to music now. What are you doing uh, these days musically?
1: Wow, I write with a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of people that send me stuff, and I don't do it all because you can't do it all, you don't have the time. And so, uh, you know, when you pass the age of 50, you turn around and say, you know what, uh, I'm going to make a choice here, you know. So if someone sends me something that resonates with me, I'll do it. If it doesn't, I won't. If it's too busy, I'll tell them to strip the track down because it, a busy track um, uh, cuts, off, cuts my creativity off. So I'll just say to them like, you know, just give me a bass line, give me a, you know, give me a beat, and give me a slight bit of melody, and then I'll bounce off of that. If they give me the whole shebang, it's like, well, I, I, I'm I'm in a small space. So so you know, people do know that they they know they know me, but they really like my writing. I write, I write a lot with a guy called Adrian Sherwood. He's my very very good friend. He runs a, um, a company called On You Sound, and then I write with Pun. And Matt, I mean, all these different lovely people, Martin, I'm just doing a little thing with my friend from Tourist Tracker, and we are doing a, he's doing a play and he wanted me in it and um, I shan't tell you what part I'm playing, it's not for your listeners anyway, <laughs> in the meantime in the meantime, I'm writing this up, we've written it and it's, you know, it's, it's all good stuff, mm-hmm. I've just written an album with my friend um, Matt, he plays in a, a punk band called Chelsea, but he is a writer on in his own right and We've done stuff in the past, so we've just finished off an album. And um, somebody helping us with the production of that is um, my old friend Dick from a band called um, oh, Temple Tudor. Oh so him, it's my old label mate. So, so it's got some of the old people involved again. And um, but I, I write with I write with so many people, you know. I'm writing with this new actor at the moment called Pun, so we, they're lovely. I've met these two lovely guys, and then um. You know, and I'm on this little rec- record label because I wanted to, I just, I was, this guy really likes my stuff. So I said, go and then you take it and you work with it. You're young, you're enthusiastic. Here you go. And I gave him the tracks and said, so do what you like with them. And anyway, one of the tracks is called um, I Don't Watch TV, which happens to be now number four in the heritage charts mm-hmm. and number six in the legacy charts. That's
0: oh, no, incredible. And a great track it is too. It's well deserved. Thank you. Yeah, no, fantastic. You are one busy lady, aren't you?
1: Sometimes
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not this morning because I'm having a cup of a detox. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. incredible uh so uh, again in the music industry uh if somebody listening uh is struggling to to get anywhere in the music industry and lots of or i would say probably most people <laughs> are struggling in the music industry for one reason or another uh what advice would you give them you know about um what they should do and should they keep going or, or what advice would you give somebody listening to this?
1: Well, the music business isn't the same as it was in my day. And um, not to say that it was easy in my day, but it's it was, it's a lot easier than it is today. And what I would say is... Well, I, was, I was going to say something. There's so many things to say, it's really <laughs> hard to think of what the best thing is to say. Okay. But, you know, what I would say is if, definitely keep at it. Um, go out and do your live work go out it doesn't matter i mean obviously you don't want to be doing free stuff all the time but you don't want to cut yourself short go out see if there's an audience there's an audience that like you go out see what other people are doing you know are you original because people like originality these days you know and um they have done all their you know if 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 you look at all the pop stars from the past you've got amy Weithen, Wayne winehouse yes she was a copy of something but she was original with her I'm, image and her style mm. then you have jimmy Hendrix. Then you had John Lennon. All these people stick out. Why? Because they're original, you know? So this is what you're looking for. You're looking for originality. You're looking for, for, go out see who else is doing what. You know, plagiarize a little bit if you can, and then add your own uh, originality to the frame. And one thing I would say is finish off every sketch. If it's hard to do, drop it. It should come easy. Okay. You know so if you you know, you know, I don't I don't play an instrument, but the amount of songs I've written and the amount of people that call me up because I write good melodies and good lyrics. Um it, it is you know, it's something that I've perfected over the years. Mm. I was rubbish years ago. I'm not rubbish anymore because th- you can tell how many people have like, you know, just constantly on my case for for me to write something with them. And so I'm forever ever writing. And, you know, you know, it's, it's what I would say is get involved, get involved with the people that you, whose music you like and, um, and just try and do these little kind of, you know, these, these gigs with open mics, open mics, there's loads of open mics. Yeah. So you've already made audience there, Mm -hmm. you know, look, look out for some, look if, if you're, if you're, if you're a guitarist. Uh, Doing acoustic and and, sing a songwriter doing acoustic, perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, Open mics are the best for that because then you can then you can sing in audience. You know. Mm -hmm. Also, another thing I would say is film yourself because then you will see by looking at yourself. Do I like my performance? Perfect your performance yourself. Mm You know, you can film yourself. You can even do it on the mobile phone. It's not hard these days. And just film yourself and look, just, do I like that? Mm. Did I drop that right? Mm. Did I I sound right? You know, am I playing with the big boys yet? That's what I'm saying.
0: Fantastic advice. I like that. Thank Uh, you. Jenny, um, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. I think you're Mm -hmm. probably um, one of these people I could talk to for hours and hours and hours.
1: Thank you. Because <laughs> you've, you. you've got so many
0: stories. Um, yeah, you
1: know, really, Well, I have. I, mean, I, thought this, I thought this was the idea, Tony. I thought this was <laughs> about is. stories.
0: It is indeed. And uh, maybe we'll catch up again in the future. We'll um, have a, a recap or, or find out what you're up to um, maybe in a few months' time. That would be good if you're up for it.
1: Well, the next time I'd like to talk about the one thing I really am doing that's very, very important, which is um Bad Barbie. Which I've is got, what, we've sorry. Got our own radio show. Huh?
0: Say again? What was it? Bad,
1: Bar- bad Barbie. Okay. I'd like to talk about Bad Barbie the next time if we do do it because I'm um, uh, I'm doing something with a woman called Elizabeth West Westwood mm-hmm. and she was from a band called Westworld and she had a single in the eighties like I did called Sonic Boom Boy, and we've yeah. we've we we've, we've partnered together. We've got this thing called Bad Barbie, and um, I'd like to talk about that the next time.
0: Okay, Bad Barbie. All right, we'll look out for that.
1: Bad um, Barbie. Bad Barbie.
0: Bad Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Jenny Bellstar. thank you so much for talking to me on Music Stories. It's been wonderful. And thanks for all the advice you've given people as well. That's really useful. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Okay. Thank you to all your listeners as well. Thank you,
0: Jenny. Music Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that it'll help and inspire others in the music industry. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you would like a professional podcast made or would like training so you can do it yourself, I can help. Go to TonyLloydRadio.com
1: Music Stories with Tony Lloyd